Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, May 21st edition of Living Life. You know, when I was a kid, I stole some money. Horrible, right? I know children do this all the time. The only problem is the place where I stole from, the people called my parents and said, hey, ever since your child was here, we've been missing some money. Oh, man, it was horrible. They called my dad. And my dad confronted me and said, Sam, did you steal some money? I was like, uh, no, dad, what are you talking about? You know, we tend to try to escape, especially when you're in trouble as children. And so uh, he called them back and said, well, you know, my son said, no, he didn't take any money. But there was something that was going on in my heart, dad's heart where he just felt like, man, there's just something not right here. So he started praying and praying and praying. And let me tell you, the Holy Spirit led him to find that money. And I got the most, the greatest correction of my life. Let me tell you, a discipline that I'll remember, but that set me straight. You know, my dad is all about sanctification. He wants me to be like Jesus. And you know what? So does our Lord. He wants us to be pure and holy. And that's what today's passage is all about. Let's take a look. Jeremiah chapter 4, verses 23 through 31. I looked at the earth, and it was formless and empty, and at the heavens, and their light was gone. I looked at the mountains, and they were quaking. All the hills were swaying. I looked, and there were no people. Every bird in the sky had flown away. I looked, and the fruitful land was a desert. All its towns lay in ruins before the Lord, before His fierce anger. This is what the Lord says, The whole land will be ruined, though I will not destroy it completely. Therefore the earth will mourn, and the heavens above grow dark, because I have spoken and will not relent, I have decided and will not turn back. At the sound of horsemen and archers every town takes to flight. Some go into the thickets, some climb up among the rocks. All the towns are deserted, no one lives in them. What are you doing, you devastated one? Why dress yourself in scarlet and put on jewels of gold? Why highlight your eyes with makeup? You adorn yourself in vain. Your lovers despise you, they want to kill you. I hear a cry as of a woman in labor, a groan as of one bearing her first child, the cry of daughter Zion gasping for breath, stretching out her hands and saying, Alas, I am fainting. My life is given over to murderers. As we come to this passage in Jeremiah chapter 4, 23 to 31, you can clearly see that the Lord is upset. He's really angry. You know, our God has emotions and these emotions arise from certain things. Usually if you see the emotion of God, whether when he is happy or when he is sad, 
It arises from his children. You know, that's a very interesting thing. And we could actually affect God. We could affect him. We could affect his emotion. We could please him or we could actually anger him. I've come to realize that we're not just serving a God who is removed and who doesn't care about us, but he truly cares about everything that we do and the things that we do affect him. And uh, this is what's going on right now. He is so upset at this point. Why is he so upset? You know, if you look at the context, the, the passage before here in Jeremiah chapter 4, 414, he says, Jerusalem, wash the evil from your heart and be saved. How long will you harbor wicked thoughts? Israel was doing things that were so not in connection to God's heart and God's will. Not only that, on top of that, in verse 18, it says, your own conduct and actions have brought this on you. This is your punishment, how bitter it is, how it pierces to the heart. The context here in Jeremiah chapter four is that Israel was going after idols. They're going after idols. They were experiencing and chasing after the experiences of pagan religions. And in the midst of it, they were committing adultery. They were lying to each other. They were doing a lot of things that were very detestable in the eyes of the Lord. And it says in chapter 4 of Jeremiah that God's heart is breaking. It's breaking. You know, the Lord has a heart, folks. He wants us to do good because he wants the best for us. And when we go away from the ways of God, when we go away from his precepts, if we go away from his wisdom, if we go away from his guidance, then at one point we will face the consequences of our sin. And the Lord doesn't want that yet. Why? Why do we go and chase after these things? You know, and not only why do we chase after these things, you know, the Lord is always trying to come after us and counsel us. Have you noticed that? When we are going far astray or we are deep in our sins or even before that, when we're in the inception of sin, he's always coming after us, trying to sanctify us saying, hey, Sam, Sam, don't do that. We should be listening right there at that point. But sometimes we love the things of the world. We love the things of the flesh so much that we try to avoid that voice until God says, Sam, that's not good. You shouldn't do that. And still yet, we run away. Look, look at the passage today. Why are you, what are you doing, you devastated one? Why dress yourself in scarlet and put on jewels of gold? Why highlight your eyes with makeup? You adorn yourself in vain. Your lovers despise you. They want to kill you. Meaning, why are you pretending like everything is okay when it's not? God wants us to be transparent. He wants us to be clear in our sin. He wants us to identify that sin, deal with it, and come into a mode of repentance. Why? Because He cares for us. He doesn't want us to be in the consequences and the dread of that sin. He desires for us to be in connection with God, doing the things that are right, so that 
all those who are around us will be blessed by us, not cursed by us. Do you realize that when we sin, it's usually not only affecting God, but it's affecting others? That breaks God's heart. What are you doing right now that is affecting God's heart? What are you running away from? Is there something that God has been speaking to you, wanting for you to transform or turn away from certain things that you have been just taking a hold of? You know, temptations are real. You know, temptations of this world, the devil is real. He wants us to be there. And ultimately, you know what the devil wants? He wants this engagement of sin, this lawlessness, this desire to be free to do whatever we want. He wants that to ultimately ruin us and break us and bring us into judgment. And God does not want that. He does not want that. He wants to lead you. That's why he is going so crazy. He doesn't want you to face that judgment. Listen to the voice of the Lord. He wants you to be sanctified so that not only our Lord could be glorified, but so that you can live a life that is honoring and that is peaceful and full of joy of the Holy Spirit. That is our God's desire for you. So in closing, I would like to give you a quick application. You know, when the Lord is calling out to you and identifying your sin, do not close your ears. The Bible says, open up your ears, listen to the voice of the Lord, and do not harden your hearts. I think that's the bottom line. Listen to His voice because He wants to clearly direct you and help you a way out of your sin. He wants to help you. He wants to help you through the sanctification process. He wants you to help you through your temptations. He wants to help you become the victorious Christian that God wants you to be in Christ Jesus. I really believe that. I really believe that that's what the Lord wants to do. So today, if He is nudging at you and He is asking you to bring these sins clearly before Him, don't delay. Let's go for it. And so I want to pray for you so that you may have the power to do that. Lord Jesus, we pray your Holy Spirit upon our brothers and sisters right now that are struggling with certain sins. Lord God, please identify those things clearly and may we bring those things to you. May we own it and bring it so that you may forgive us, so that you may transform us, and that you may, Lord God, continue the work of sanctification that we have in Christ Jesus. We pray all these things in your Son's precious name. Amen. For a